Hey there, and welcome to the SAP Mobile Matters podcast, where we spread the word about how mobile technology changes the way people work. Today, we have an episode of our theme, Colleagues Behind Mobile, in which we shine a light on some of the most inspiring and passionate individuals at SAP. My name is Laura Schüli, I'm project consultant at SAP and will be hosting this episode. Today's special guest is Timo Deiner, Director of Cloud Transformation and Architecture at SAP. We'll talk about his reason for working in a mobile environment, as well as why some customers don't think about mobile yet, while others want everything to run on mobile devices. Additionally, he touches on how customers can start their cloud transformation with mobile. So grab a snack, relax, and join us for an insightful conversation with Timo Deiner. Hi, Timo, and welcome to our Mobile Matters podcast. Why don't you start with telling us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you're doing at SAP? Yeah, hi, Laura. Thanks for the invitation. Happy to be here. Uh, yeah, my name is Timo, Timo Deiner, and I'm uh, having a customer-facing role at SAP, like always, mm -hmm. I guess. It's always a customer-facing role, and currently I'm in the area of cloud transformation and architecture. Mm -hmm. And how does mobile fit into your everyday work life? Um, in terms of discussions with my customers, to be honest, it's not the primary focus um, mm -hmm. uh, when, when I'm talking to customers um, because it's not my primary goal to sell mobile to our customers. But I think that um, mobile is still or is, is becoming an essential role when you are talking about digitization and cloud transformation because mobile was and is still always the face of digitization because mm -hmm. it's the thing you are using. Um, so it plays a role, to be honest, but it's it plays a role like, yeah, it's there and it has to be there uh, mm -hmm. in, when we are talking on, on transformation with our customers then. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And since when have you been working in the mobile environment? Um, it must be 2010, I guess, when we acquired the company called Sybase. Mm -hmm. when we acquired the beautiful Sybase Unwired <laughs> platform. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Do you remember why you started with mobile topics back then? Yes, it, it was an amazing time back then because we also uh, launched a new technology or a new database in that time, which is maybe one of, of you might have heard about that. It's called SAP HANA. It was mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> launched there <laughs> as well. And um, I, I had the possibility to, to, to decide if I want to go with that HANA um, stuff or if I want to go mobile. And I um, said that I go to the mobile part because for me, um, I love user experience. I already developed some applications for myself and so on. And that HANA thing was a pure, in that beginning, it was a pure database play. And um, mm -hmm. mobile is, for, for me, it felt better to go with that mobile thing because I can bring business needs and business requirements in a new fancy topic. Um, back in that time, everyone had a, a BlackBerry and so on, and mm -hmm. now we had some new devices. Um, for me, it was the better decision to, to bring business and technology together. I'm also having a development background, and so I could combine both. So doing something new, doing something innovative, doing mm -hmm. some cool user experience in combination with um, yeah, the technology background for that SUP I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. So this means you could say that you really believe that mobile can change the way we work, right? Is there maybe a favorite app that already changed how you work? Yes, so there are several apps, to be honest. It depends on, on the mm -hmm. time we are living, I guess. So uh, back then, 
Um, someone invented the SAP EC Connect internally. I guess it was a, a group of students also, mm -hmm. um, an application which helped us on the field when we are traveling to dial in faster into phone conferences with one or two clicks. Um, so this was something which blew my mind, to be honest, because it was much more easier than to, to dial in. And nowadays, um, since we are all using Microsoft Teams and so on, so we have applications which are also sellable to our customers like SAP Concur, mm -hmm. which makes my life much more easier. Um, when I'm traveling, I can capture my receipts and doing the expense reports much more easier. So from my point of view, yes, it did change the way we work and it will still change the way how we work because technology is also evolving and we can do more in, in less time from my point of view. That's great. And did you already see the new uh, design of the Concur app? I know that our customers, they don't have it all yet, but uh, for us at SAP, it's already rolled out. Yes, I saw that, I guess, two weeks ago or so. Mm -hmm. um, and that's also the cool thing when we are talking on mobile. I don't have to care about the update, so it's being pushed by our internal IT. Yes, I saw that. It's now a, it's a Fiori Horizon mm -hmm. look and feel, and it's... There are much improvements, to be honest. One of the biggest improvements for me is that they are now using Face ID and that you have that camera um, in, in a more or less shortcut access. So I saw it and I really love it. Great job, guys. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. And they also added dark mode, which I personally love, but you have to uh, adjust it in the settings. I don't first. use dark mode, to be honest. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not for everyone. Um, one of the biggest advantages of mobile devices for me personally is that you have the freedom to work at different places or even while you're on the go. Would you say that you often make use of that? And maybe is there even a place that you'd consider your favorite mobile working place? Um, to be honest, no, there is no favorite place because there is a job that needs to be done. So, and mm -hmm. I, it's not so that I'm only working mobile and that I'm always um, working with my phone, but I'm using it very often, just like I mentioned when I'm, was when I'm traveling or so, um, I'm using some mobile apps and this is place independent from my point of view. And that's the, one of the big benefits of, of mobile that you are not tied to a specific Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. corporate Wi-Fi or corporate access that you are not tied to a specific device. You just can do your work wherever you are. And that's the big thing from my point of view. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And last time we talked, I asked you to think about a magic mobile moment. So this is when a mobile device does something expected or unexpected that might be minor, but has a significant impact on you personally. Is there something that came to your mind? Um, we can or we should divide that into two parts, the answer. So from mm -hmm. a business perspective and from a private perspective, from my point of view. Um, but let's start business first. So um, I, I think in a very early time, someone invented that so-called feedback shake in our internal application. So when you are frustrated because <laughs> SAP mm -hmm. is not working again and you are shaking your phone because you are really angry <laughs> on when apps are not working or when apps are slow, um, suddenly something popped up and said, hey, it seems like you are not happy with the application. Do you want to give feedback to the to the developers or to the responsible product team? And this is something where I said, hey, this is cool because someone... Um, yeah, thought about the experience and how users are experiencing the application. Mm -hmm. And especially when you are not really patient with uh, applications, because everyone, especially in a business perspective, is also having the exact same requirements like they have to, to private applications. So it yeah. has to be self-explaining, it has to be fast and so mm -hmm. on. 
And especially when you're looking at some of SAP's applications, they were not in back in back then, so they were not always self-explaining. And then you were frustrated, and you are <laughs> shaking the phone, and that then then that feedback shake uh, came on. Mm -hmm. um, so this is from my point of view was a cool invention because then you said, okay, there was someone thinking about the user, and I mentioned the Easy Connect app before. Mm -hmm. Um, so that had also a significant impact because I was driving a lot and um, this was a, a small application. And um, this is also something I'm still telling customers because um, how this application has been developed is a completely different way like many of our customers develop today because there were a group or there was a group of students, of, of people who had an idea mm -hmm. and they had an, an, a solid platform where they could easily develop their idea on and it was a platform which is enterprise ready and so on and then they uh, developed that application and they made it always better and better and better so for me the first version was uh, what we call today a minimum lovable product or so mm -hmm. so everyone loved that application and then they added more and more features and they also listened to the feedback which came from that feedback shake and the second application which i'm using nowadays more than than the easy connect so i i think i deleted that already but the other application is the um, our internal out of office application. When mm -hmm. when you start to travel, I always forgot uh, or forget in the in the office to turn on my my out of office assistant, and we have a native application for that. And they also listen to the feedback of the users because now they have templates, and now yeah, I can yeah. easily define: um, Am I sick? Am I on a business travel? Do I have access? No access, and so on uh, to my emails. And that's very very cool. And it's much more easier to activate my out of office on my mobile phone instead of uh, doing that on the MacBook, for example. Yeah, I agree. I also learned about that app recently on a business trip, and there I was like, okay, I'm never going to do that on the Mac again. The phone yeah. is so much easier. Yeah. But I forgot, maybe I can add that, Laura. Uh, yeah. Just one private thing, because it doesn't have to do anything with uh, um, with business processes. But my mind personally was blown when I realized that I can take easily underwater pictures with my smartphone or with mm -hmm. my iPhone in that case. I'm a professional photographer as well. And um, I had to carry lots of equipment when I want to do underwater pictures. And in, with the iPhone, it's that, that that Apple slogan, it just works. And that's yeah. really, really cool. So this was my my private experience where I said, hey, this changed everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. That's so impressive. And the best thing is that you have your phone with you anyway. Exactly. Or at least I rarely leave the house without my phone. So this makes it even better. Absolutely. And earlier you said that you are in a customer-facing role. Mm -hmm. So I guess you talk to customers about their cloud transformation almost every day. And is mobile being discussed in these meetings or is it more like a nice to have but not really talked about? Difficult. So there is no answer which fits 100%, to be honest. So... Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's discussed, but from my point of view, it's um, strongly dependent from the type of the customer we are talking to. So imagine we have customers, they have a long-term history and relationship with SAP, mm -hmm. and they also have um, yeah, made their own experiences, and the, the, the business users know how to use SAP. They they grew up basically with the, SAP, with the famous SAP GUI interface, and they are uh, used to it. They know how to... to um, uh, yeah, uh, open new uh, uh, transactions and so on and how they get their job done. So this is 
the one type of customer and they mm -hmm. sometimes have also requirements towards mobile when it makes sense like in a warehouse or something like that where you are mm -hmm. not sitting in front of your SAP uh, GUI for example or in, in, in front of your um, Fiori launchpad or so um, there it makes m much sense and then you are discussing mobile in that way because it's a requirement coming from the business and then we have that other type of customers like let's call them net new name or new customers, mm -hmm. which don't have an SAP experience, but they have heard something about SAP, like it's the dinosaur with that ugly interface coming from the 80s or 90s, or um, the startups, which um, yeah were founded some years ago and the founders are coming from university or so. They also haven't heard about SAP or they had it at university. And with them, we discuss mobile because they expect that everything is working mobile mm -hmm. uh, only. So because they sometimes don't have even offices where they are working. So they have tablets and smartphones or any other devices. And they really expect that everything has to be at least responsive. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that we are using all the native capabilities of the devices, but they expect that everything is, is working at least in a responsive mode so that the user interface adapts to the, to the screen size and so on. And there we are actively positioning um, our mobile strategy because they, um, yeah, I think they have to see that SAP is not the company with that old-fashioned user yeah. interface that what they have in their mind maybe. Mm -hmm. It's so interesting to hear that there's this huge gap between the people who haven't thought about mobile at all maybe and then the people who just expect that everything runs on mobile. Yeah, so you have to When you take the perspective of the people, it's from my point of view, it's absolutely clear because when you are, imagine you are a user at one of our mm -hmm. customers, um, you have also a job that needs to be done. And if you did that job the past 10 years in your established user interface, you are used to it and you know you have to do this job. And the IT department, on the, on the other hand, which is responsible for delivering um, the technology that you can do as a business user, your job, they are always doing migrations, updates and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So s most of them don't even have the The, the resources to, to care about mobile or, or to care about new user interfaces because they, they want to see an additional value when you mm -hmm. change the technology on, on a user experience uh, level. And this is sometimes the, the key discussions we have to talk with our customers. Is there a real specific business need where mobile or a new user experience interface can help? And when we, as soon as we learn that, that they have to do something else just instead of using uh, or migrating to a Fiori launchpad, mm -hmm. then you understand why some customers are not really talking about mobile from my point of view, mm -hmm. because they have something else to do as well. Yeah. And mm -hmm. to earn, uh, they have to earn money. Yeah. 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 That's a fair point. So it doesn't make sense for everyone in every case. Exactly. And based on your experience, so what would you say are the typical showstoppers for mobile? I mean, you already mentioned this one, but is there anything else? Um, so the biggest showstopper from my point of view is um, looking at mobile from a pure technology point of view. So like we now we have some smartphones and now we have mm -hmm. a technology and this can solve problems. Now give me the problem. So this is the wrong, uh, <laughs> wrong approach, uh, totally wrong approach from my point of view. And um, if you are looking only from an isolated perspective on mobile, so like I now want to have something on my mobile um, and something which adds value. So not just 
replying emails or doing out of office or so. It has to be part of my business process. And that's exactly the, the next thing we have to discuss. And this is where I think this might be a showstopper. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't help when you change the interface or when you add fancy native applications. But the backend is still an ACP ECC or an old-fashioned backend because it's not capable to, to deliver all these information and um, data and stuff like that, which you might need in, mm -hmm. your, in your mobile application. So from my point of view, mobile has to be always part of a bigger transformation project and then it might be helpful. So from, a, from an architecture perspective, we are sometimes talking on so-called transition architectures where you can make your stakeholders or executives happy, for example, where you can say, okay, now we are delivering a mobile application for you, dear stakeholder, the executive, which helps you or which helps the users. And you see what will happen when we are using the latest technology. But on the other hand, we also have to care that the architecture and the systems underneath are also on a state-of-the-art level. And sometimes, mm -hmm. and this is the transition architecture where you fake a new S4 backend, for example, and then you are waiting with the um, on on the on the backend uh, people to migrate finally to S4 or to move mm -hmm. to S4 in the cloud. And then you change only the the endpoints from from the um, application where it's connected to, and then it's connected to a real S4 system. And this is then some something from my point of view which also helps in mobile projects because you deliver. A, The, the best-in-class user experience and you are waiting for the people delivering the backend but when it's there there is no change or there is no major change for the users and then mm -hmm. the acceptance is high and again like the easy connect app you are learning by that iterative approach because meanwhile you can always add new features and listen to the mm -hmm. users gather feedback and so on mm -hmm. makes that sense Yeah, it okay. makes sense. <laughs> But it still sounds like um, it's necessary to have this massive transformation with mobile. So I'm thinking, um, are there any other cases uh, where it's also beneficial to start small and then expand from that? I mean, you explained it already with the... Uh, like. Um, fake system mm -hmm. basically but uh, are there any other cases where you say it makes sense to start with mobile and then um it makes sense from my point of view when you are not really tied to an existing business backend process so when mm -hmm. when your new or your newly designed mobile app is not part of an existing backend process which might be designed 10 or 15 years ago um then it might be helpful also just to start with that mobile or with a user interface which might be or would, which could be mobile then it makes sense because then you design maybe the the backend process later or mm -hmm. the capabilities you need for that you you are designing that with the introduction of that mobile app then it makes sense from my point of view it doesn't make sense when you just deliver a mobile application to um, to hide the complexity or to hide the mess you have in your backend system mm -hmm. because it's many, many years old. Um, this will fail um, okay. on the long, long run from my point of view. Mm -hmm. So this means customers can start to embed mobile in their cloud transformation by finding mobile use cases that are maybe not tied to a complicated backend or mm -hmm. if they have the resources to like uh, build a fake backend. Exactly. And they can start with that because they can make their users happy, they can make the stakeholders happy and mm -hmm. wow them with, hey, what's possible when you are using the latest technology and from both sides, like front end and back end, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And mobile. And this is what I said before, I guess, um, is the MVP or the MLP. So the minimum level 
minimum lovable product mm -hmm. is a good approach to to wow your users because um, especially at that long-term customers who have established structures they are not used to work in that way and um, uh, just to, to start small and deliver something and then add more and more value and capabilities to, towards the products while others are using it already in a production environment so um, I guess I lost a little bit what I wanted to say, but uh, <laughs> in summary, yes. <laughs> yeah, so minimum lovable product. I love that. It's nice. And that's, Me too. <laughs> and I think that's also a good topic to end this episode. So Timo, thank you so much for this interesting talk. It was wonderful to have you. Thanks for the invitation, Laura.